This show is sponsored by Cocoon Weaver. Hi, Clubbers. We've written a book. It's called Have You Tried This? It's out on February the 15th, 2024, and it's by Welbeck Publishing. It has chapters on confidence, on self-love, on relationships, on boundaries. Work-life balance, calm, physical health. It's a one-stop shop for self-care. It's available right now on pre-order. Be the first to get your copy. Link is in our show notes. Hello, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishcon. And welcome to your weekly wellness roundup. Today, we're going to bring wellness news podcast recommendations it's valentine's coming up very soon so we've got all of that there's a good gift guide oh yeah the valentine's good gift get yourself settled in for that and there's a very big story on rishi sunak and his eating habits apparently pm Mm. does if intermittent fasting okay he stops eating at 5pm on Sunday. Mm. He fasts for 36 hours and doesn't eat again until Tuesday morning. And he has a whole exercise regime. Oh, he does. He has a peloton. Of course apparently. he has an exercise regime. He's the prime minister. What, you don't think he needs to decompress? Right. I mean, it's quite trendy to have a peloton at number 10, don't you think? I think it's probably really necessary mm. because I can't imagine how stressful it must be to, to be, be the, the Prime PM. Minister. What does your friend, Syra, Dr. Syra Hamid, yes. what does she recommend? Because she is a... She is a di- consultant endocrinologist. Yeah. And she absolutely... And she has advoca- a book on this. She does, called The Full Diet. But she absolutely advocates for IF. Um, yeah, but not this is for a weight- different version of IF. This is called the monk diet, apparently, what he does. Right. Uh, she advocates for it because she says it's absolutely wonderful to give your body that complete rest because we're not cows. We do not need to graze all day long in this whole snack culture thing. Well, also the scientist that came on from Zoe, mm. she came on the show and she said when you're in, when your body's fasting for any longer than 12 hours, your body is repairing itself. Yeah. After 17 hours, it does an incredible thing of actually going into your body to look for stuff that needs fixing. That could be muscle repair or if You've got bad cells floating around and it fixes it. But you have to have fasted for 17 hours for that to happen. I wonder why it's 17. I don't know. But I listened to an amazing podcast about a woman who specializes in it. Um, 12 is great. 13 is great. 15 is even better. But 17 is the key, apparently. Yeah, but he does it for like 36 hours. 36 I wonder very why... good for you. I don't know if 36 is very good for you, but what is very good for you is not constantly making your body digest all the time. Because originally we were not meant to well, snack don't, all day. anyway, because you sleep yeah but some people might snack at 11 o'clock on the sofa midnight then get up at seven and eat they're not really giving their body enough time it's only seven well, I mean, hours I, I don't snack at 11 mm. but i i don't do intermittent fasting although when i have done i have felt amazing mm. loads of energy really mm. bright really perky mm. i don't know about 36 hours of no food it's a long time I, how can that be good for you Maybe he's just really used to it. And also, he's probably really busy. He's not like sitting on the sofa watching this morning thinking, I wish I could have some crisps now. He's in a meeting and I stuff. bet it makes his mind more alert. I'm sure. I bet on Tuesday morning, he is like bouncing off the walls with energy. Guarantee. Yeah. I would like you to ask Syra's, Syra's opinion and see what she says. Okay, I'll ask her when I next speak to her. Thanks. Well, maybe she could come on the show again. Sure, she'd love to. Yeah. Okay. Get her to send you a voice note. Okay. I can totally do that. She's currently on Radio 4 Women's Hour, so I can't do it right now. 
because we're recording here and she's recording there. But when we're done, I can totally do that. Okay, great. Let's would you would you fast for thirty six hours? I do do IF a lot of the time, but definitely not thirty six hours. That's too long for me. I do about fifteen ish a day. Yeah, and I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, you skip breakfast, don't you? Yeah, and I eat try and eat early ish. At night, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Okay. I mean, breakfast is my favourite meal of the day. Is it? Mm. It's my least, least one I'm least invested in, unless... Because you don't have it. Unless I'm on holiday or in a hotel. It's just my favourite meal of the day, especially when I'm on holiday. Oh, holiday breakfast. Yeah, I just love they it. Yogurt and eggs and toast and granola and the fruit. And I just everything, love it. I everything. Love I eat it. all of it. I could eat breakfast three times a day quite happily. I know what you mean. It's a very yummy, lots yeah. of choices. You could yeah. go savoury, you can go sweet, you can go both. You and it's can... always really tasty. Agreed. Mm. I do I do like it, but I don't do it normally. What's next? Okay, it's coming up to Valentine's Day. I want to bring you some Valentine's-y, wellness newsy stuff. In wellness news, do you know what is going up? Sexual intimacy retreats. Oh, Oh, I thought you were going to go, no. Do you go with your partner? I'll read you what's here. Tell me your thoughts. According to research from the World Health Organization, boosting your sexual well-being is key to improving mental, physical, emotional, social and spiritual health. Yet for years... Social? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second. How does it boost your social health? Because presumably you're doing this with one other person. Not necessarily. That's also true, but you're not going to be doing it with a group of people. Again, you might be. I think what they're saying is maybe when you've got your sexual mojo, you might be feeling more sociable. Maybe. Well, you would be. That's what I'm reading well, you're into you're on it. the prowl, aren't you? If, well, not if you're married I'm or de- partnered up. Yeah. Well, some people are. But for years, experts have touted the importance of honing a mind-body connection without mentioning the word sex. Forward-thinking wellness retreats are helping shatter the taboo with new programs focused on exploring intimacy and desire. Tantra sessions are primed to be the new couple's massage with properties like Hotel Wally in Maui introducing tantra classes rooted in themes like exploring sacred sensuality. Hotels like the Shusugi Ban House in New York have started hosting sexual and emotional intimacy retreats led by clinical sexologists and Miraville Resort in Arizona. Workshops on sex and desire and one-on-one sessions on embracing pleasure address topics like low libido and the female orgasm. So whenever Adam and I go to a hotel, yes, over the last couple of years, since COVID, yeah. we always book a couple's massage. Do you? Yeah, we love it. Would you swap that I in? cannot imagine, I cannot imagine walking into this hotel, going into the spa, checking out the spa and booking into the tantric workshop instead of a massage. That to me is not the same thing. It's not in the same realm. It's different. It's different, but they're saying it's very good for you. Would you do it with Ollie? Not in a fucking million years. Of course I wouldn't. Because? And you're more because, open to the because things like that. I cannot imagine, again, let's say we go to New York to the Shao Sugi Ban House and I say to him, oh, by the way, while we're here, I've booked us in for a sexual and emotional intimacy workshop. He'd be like, no, mate, you haven't. I'm going for a swim in the pool. See you later. <laughs> I mean, Adam would not be best pleased, I have to say. He's like, can't we have our own sexual intimacy workshop Alone, on our in own? Our room. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's understandable. I feel like knowing Adam quite well and Ollie, 
even better. I feel like that would be the joke. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you an intimacy yeah. workshop. I'll give you Come an intimacy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be all that. Um, so I don't know if how couples, maybe it's for younger couples who Ooh. are a little bit more open-minded. Ooh, maybe it's for people with low libido who want to learn more about Tantra and the female orgasm. And good for them well, if it they is, do. Well, that is who it's for. I'm just saying, who are the people that are going to be open-minded enough and brave enough? Let's face it, you have to be brave you do. to attend this, mm. to even book it in, to even go up to the receptionist and say, please, can I book in for, for my the tantric. tantric workshop or the sexual intimacy workshop? They don't give please. a shit because it'll be like 400 quid and they'll be delighted to take your money. No, but the reception, I th- not, not forget what they think. It's its having the balls to actually do it. Do you know what I Terrible, can, terrible pun. Terrible. I cannot get out of my head that episode of Sex and the City where Charlotte drags the other women to the Tantra yeah. workshop and the woman, I don't want to say he what she does. He ejaculated on Miranda's face. Yeah, not on purpose. It's just it he flew was, over there. There was like a workshop. The guy was on the floor. She was demonstrating and then, you know, uh, uh, sperm everywhere. And I can't stop thinking but about that. But she sat in bed that night, didn't she? She had like a million <laughs> tissues around. She kept wiping, wiping her forehead a million times. <laughs> that was the funniest Imagine scene. Imagine if it of the was like that. Ugh, no thanks. No thanks. It's a no. It, it, I, no. Ding. Oh my God, where are our bells? Where's the service around here? Talk about a tantric workshop. Can't even get a bell. Thank you. What do you mean you can't even get a bell? What, you want to go to a tantric workshop with James? <laughs> Not again. again. James and I didn't have fun at the last one. Did you know what happened? I can't say. What stays at the tantric, what happens at the tantric workshop stays at the tantric workshop. Oh, got FOMO now. Come on, bring us the Goop Valentine's Day gift guide. Okay. All right. Gwyneth Sight said in an introduction to its 14th of February gift guide, Valentine's Day gets a bum rap deserved perhaps in part but we still think it has value as a day to embrace love in its varied and messy forms and the joy that the people we love and the people who love us bring to our lives in that spirit we've lined up all the best ways big and small to celebrate and indulge them and make loads of money for goop yeah what are they selling yeah uh gp says a three-night stay in the sheldon chalet for nearly how much guess how much? A One, a three night stay yeah. in the Sheldon Chalet. Where is that in France? Where is it? Who knows? Well, I think it's important that we find oh, out. Oh, it's on the Ruth Glacier. I'm guessing it's like Vermont, somewhere like that. Aspen. This deeply luxurious chalet is the definition of a bucket list escape. How much? How much do you think a three night stay at a luxurious chalet would be? Six grand? Eight grand? Yeah, I, and I nights. would say that's very, very steep. Yeah. $100,000. Okay, that's... $100,000. I just checked it. That's it is 100000 mental. Who's going to... You could buy a flat for 100000 Like, what? who... Three nights for $100,000. Who's, who's buying... Why does she do this? What are you getting for 33... She does it because of this. What are you getting for $33,000 a night? Please tell Laid, me. Laid, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> And please tell me they're throwing in a tantric workshop in for that. Do you money. think they throw in your ski your ski wear for that? I bet they don't. I bet you've got to pay extra for the boots. <laughs> the goggles. Do you reckon it yeah. includes breakfast? Oh, <laughs> it might. It does. For 33 grand a night, it might include breakfast. Do you reckon it's like an all-inclusive? 
No. Or do you reckon everything no. is an extra, like no. even a Diet Coke? And even like if you want an extra portion of fries. But the people that are staying there, they're, let's be honest, they don't care. they're having moe for breakfast. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Okay, what else is on it? Um, Goop Valentine's gift guide was a two-person full-spectrum infrared sauna. Yeah. What the f- Costing... Mm-hmm. $7,999. I mean, I don't know how much a sauna costs, but that doesn't no. sound terrible to me. Eight grand for a sauna. Like an a- no, no, not to have a sauna, an actual no, no, sauna. I know. No, they don't no? cost they don't cost How much that. are they? Well, I, I actually researched it, didn't yeah. I? To get one fitted. Yeah. How much they're are they? Like, they're like, a, they're expensive, but they're much more affordable than that. Like two grand. Oh, okay. I thought they were going to be more. What, a two-person sauna? Yeah. We just think about it, it's just wood. And heat. And it's electricity. Okay. I thought they were much more. Because I'm thinking about people who build like a garden office and they're about £10,000. No, they're not. They are. They I are. had one. I had one. I've You're had two nodding. friends who've just done it You're and nodding. it was 10 I grand. Had, okay, to be fair, mine mm. was a long time ago. I was pregnant with Lily Rose. Okay, that's she quite is, a long time she ago. She is now 13. Yeah, it's quite a long so time ago. So it was 14 ago. years ago. They're expensive. Have it fully kitted out with electricity and yeah, heat. Yeah, I did and... with plumbing. It was lovely yeah. down there. Shame you haven't still got it. We could have it for our office. Well, I've got an office. Yeah, I know, but it's in the house. We could run away from everyone if we were in the <laughs> shed. And also, <laughs> because my house seems to be very busy on a Monday. Very busy. Adam's always in the office. Yeah. What are we going to do about that? Because it was meant to be my office. I don't know. The thing is, he does live there, so it seems a little cruel to kick him out of his own house. And his well, own he desk. kicks me out. Yeah. And you. You pra- you practically <laughs> live there. What are we going to do about it? Because it was my salon, mm, right? Mm. And then we turned it into a place that I could work, i.e. an office. Yeah. And now he seems to have adopted it as his office to work there for, on a Monday and a Friday. Maybe you could buy him some of the gifts on the on the um, 
gift guide. Well, and, and the infrared him sauna. What? No, I'm thinking more about there. the pleasure seeker daily chews. They sound like dentist sticks. Chews as in something you eat. Yeah. As in something like, you chew. Like dentist C H E W. C H E W, yeah. Sorry, it's a pleasure seeker chew. Yeah, daily chew. Chocolate raspberry chew made with classic aphrodisiac maca root and saffron extract. <gasps> we have got to try those. They're $30. Oh, we've got to try those. Let's see if they'll send us some. Okay. Uh, to me, don't you think they're going to be exactly like the dentist sticks you give to the dog every day? Because I think they're going to be like that. Yeah, but they don't make the dog horny. I really don't need my dog horny. It's the last thing I need. He hasn't got any balls anyway. So You're giving it weird. to Ollie. Oh, Ollie. <laughs> okay. It's not a pleasure stick for the dog. How about okay. a couple's psychic energy reading? Oh, yeah. I'm would you love this. that? I would love this. How okay. much is that? $200. Or a range of sex oils, including the Pure Delight Orgasm Balm, which is only $35. Or a pair of handcuffed wristlets. Hold on, hold on. It says sex oils. Can yeah. I just say, it's yeah. probably just oil. oil. Yeah. And they've just put the word sex on it mm. and they could charge a little bit more, especially on Valentine's Day. I have a bit of a thing with this because, you know, when you're pregnant, they encourage you to do perineal massage and I encouraged that with my clients and they would all go on the internet and buy like 18 pound bottles of special perineal oil it's literally just oil so yeah. I would always say to them just use normal olive oil from your kitchen or coconut oil don't use chili oil but any no, other oil is totally fine <laughs> Because it used to annoy me. They'd go and spend all this money. Yeah, because it's just, yeah. A captive um, market. Also, there's a pair of handcuff wristlets yes. for $250. But where else are you putting the handcuffs if they're not on your wrist? Why are they On your ankles? The... Yeah, but handcuffs are for your hands. Yeah, hence handcuffs. Cuffs, right? So when yeah. you think handcuffs, Handcuff you don't... wristlets. Wristlets is an unnecessary word. It's an unnecessary Totes. word. And I feel like it's one they've made up and are now going to adopt into this whole big thing. That was quite a good list. I think we should get the pleasure sticks. All right, let's get them. What else you got for me? Um, I have got some podcast recommendations. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Because I've got nothing to watch and nothing to listen to. Oh, I I'm see. really feeling so very now, down. So, Clubbers, if you listened to last week's show, mm. I was getting a bit annoyed because Lauren always <laughs> takes over <laughs> from the TV <laughs> recommendation of the week. Because she watches so much TV, I, can never, I never get a chance mm. to even try and watch something before you. Why not? It's like you can turn on your own TV as easily as I can turn on mine. Actually, I don't block your signal actually, from my house. <laughs> I have to tell you, my TV yeah. is very difficult to turn on. And our remote control has broken. Now that you've brought it up, our remote control has broken. So I have to do it from my phone. Wow, I can't so, do but that. Every That's clever. Neither can I. Because oh. every time I go and turn it on from my phone, it doesn't. And then I go, Adam, can you try it? And then he presses exactly the same buttons as me and it turns on oh that's so annoying why does that happen it's just marriage it's annoying but what's annoying let me let me let's go back a step <laughs> what's even more annoying yeah. is the fact that he has the audacity to press the same buttons because he doesn't trust that i've pressed them correctly <laughs> and as it turns out i haven't okay so what is that can i just suggest you get some double a batteries and put them in your no, remote it's broken it'll work again oh thank you so much try that's that. a really good idea try that do you not think I've tried that? I don't know. If you've got a phone that can do it, why bother? What are your it podcasts? It doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. That's the problem. So, yeah, that's why you watch more TV. Okay, that's why. What are your recommendations, please? June, the voice of a silent twin. Okay. It's a BBC Sounds. I think it's a BBC Sounds. 
don't know if it's BBC Sounds. It's great. Yeah. And it's about these two twins, June and uh, Jennifer. And when they were 19 years old, they got sent to Broadmoor Security Hospital for 11 years because they set fire to a building and they were very young and they were children and they wouldn't speak to anybody for years and years. They only spoke to each they other. They were elective mutes apart from with each other, right? Right. So they had a very strange, toxic relationship between the two of them. And then they kind of got into a bit of petty crime and then got sent to Broadmoor. Wow. And they were with the likes of the Cray brothers, Ooh. Peter Sutcliffe, like proper, proper. Um, and it's their story of why they got sent there and their rehabilitation. Also, I've only just come to the point where they've come out of prison. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know much more than that, but it's really interesting. And it's a story that I have no idea where it's going to go. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Okay. And I was really annoyed because I went for my dog walk yesterday to go and listen to it because I was like well into it. And I've got to wait till next week for the next episode. Oh, it's very annoying. It's very annoying. Happens. So then yeah. I found a podcast called The Bakersfield Three. What is this? That is a full series. Yeah. I checked before okay. I listened. Yeah. Um, and it's about um, a group of young people, three young people who either got murdered and went missing all within a month of each other. Mm -hmm. And there's an investigator looking at the story. Is it true crime or fiction? True. Okay. True crime. Nice. There we go. How did I do? You did excellent. Did, didn't I? I've got a TikTok trend for you. Ooh. And have you done it? I'm going to do it live for the first time now on the podcast. In front of you. Do I need to be scared? No, you don't need to be scared. I don't know how dance? well it's... I'm not going to dance. It's a TikTok beauty trend and it's called... Oh my gosh, she's so come prepared. Broccoli freckles. Broccoli freckles. And this is what you do. This is a real TikTok beauty trend. Ask your daughters. I bet they're on it. Here you go. You can do it as well. I brought you some broccoli. You get some broccoli. Please take your own. Are you going to stick it in your blusher? Broccoli, and then you take some bronzer. I have brought the Laura Mercier because it's very dark. You dip the broccoli in the bronzer. So you use the broccoli like a blusher brush, and then apparently, according to TikTok, you dab it over your nose and your cheeks, and you get perfect freckles. I you know, I've got freckles. So have I. How's this looking? Can you see anything? Looks exactly the same. Broccoli. Broccoli freckles. And I feel very down with the kids now because this is what they're all doing. Want to go? I can't see anything on your face. <sighs> okay, I'm going to put more on. And you're also like putting loads of bacteria into your blusher. Yeah, you do it. It's going to stink. Clean broccoli. It's clean broccoli. No, I know it's clean broccoli. You but what I'm it. saying you is, you know me. when you put some bro broccoli in the bin? Yeah. Hello. It's not from the bin. It's from my fridge. When you I haven't finished my sentence. When you put broccoli in the bin... And then you leave it there overnight and then you take the bin out in the morning. It fucking stinks. It's like that. So now your blush is going to stink of broccoli. Old broccoli. Give it a go. Oh! And? Actually, it has worked. Yeah. You're not in the camera. Okay. It's all right. Come I'm into in the James's. camera. Come Do into some that. over the nose as well. Does it work? It actually works. Broccoli freckles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a great trend. I knew you'd love that. I do love it. Okay. I don't want to do it. Okay. And now I feel like we're going to waste the broccoli. Don't worry. Because, so. oh, oh, she's eating 
The broccoli. Well, yeah, what else are you gonna do with Not it? the one with the blusher on it. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Okay, I've also got a product of the week for you. Mm. Two people have sent me screenshots of this product and said to me, OMG, OMG, you have to buy this. And then I saw it in the Sunday Times Star magazine, The Bible, yesterday. And I thought, okay, this must be a thing. I haven't tested it myself, so I'm just bringing you their experience. Chanel Le Beige, and I have to say I do use their bronzer, water fresh tint. It is, I'm going to tell you, quite pricey. It's £52. It completely sold out last year. What is it? It's on a waiting list. It is a serum. It comes in seven different shades and it has inbuilt micro capsules of bronzer. So you brush it over the skin like you've been, looks like you've been on holiday and it gives you skincare and a sheer lustrous tint. And apparently it's like, makes you just look fabulous. So I've had two friends who've bought it and are using it and they've said everyone keeps saying to them, you look so great. You look so rested. You look like you've been on holiday. Why does your skin look so good? And apparently it's this. So I really want to try it now. How big is it for 52 It's pounds? not very big it's at like 100 all. 100 mil. Yeah, it's not big at all. It's kind of like a concealer size. So it's pricey. So do you put it on over your moisturiser? It's I, like just I think before you use your makeup? It as a foundation, yeah, I believe. Oh, you use it as a foundation? I think so. So if you use foundation, you what, put it on after? No, before? instead. I think instead of. So it's like a foundation. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Water fresh tint. I think it's a cross between like, like a, a BB cream. Yeah, I was going to say a tinted moisturiser. Between a foundation and a tinted moisturiser. That kind of thing. Okay. Sounds like more of a summer product. I feel like I'd like to go to the Chanel counter and try it. I definitely wouldn't be just buying it without trying it first, right? But anyway, I, I'm into that. I, I, I like the sound of it. Okay. I have to say... Okay, what else have we got? Book recommendations. Yes, I've got one book. Actually, you bought it for me for Christmas. I did. I'm still reading it and I love it. It's called The Secret of Cooking, Recipes for an Easier Life in the Kitchen. It's by B. Wilson. She writes in loads of newspapers and magazines. She's an amazing kind of food writer. And now she's put it all together. And it's packed with solutions about how to make life in the kitchen work better for you, whether you're cooking just for yourself or for lots of people, how to get a meal on the table when you're tired, how to season what do they things say properly. About that? that I want to know. How to cook onions and what equipment really helps. It's it's the closest book I've come to Nigella Lawson's How to what Eat do, what, what in do, Years. What do they say? I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. I'm not at that part yet, so I can't tell you. But it reads... What a tease. It reads more like a, a, a novel than a cookbook so she kind of chats to you and then in between there's recipes but it's not a recipe book as such that's why it reminds me of Nigella's how to okay. eat because it's like here's life and some recipes I've got all broccoli stuck in my tooth well I can't see it no but that was like some old broccoli I'm just telling you, you it know, wasn't it my was, newest it, was a little, it wasn't as crispy as I was hoping well it was last week's. So that's why I used it for the broccoli freckles and not for lunch anyway that's my book recommendation Thank you. Goes well with What's the broccoli. It called? It's called The Secret of Cooking, Recipes for an Easier Life in the Kitchen. Okay, life hack of the week. Yeah. Can we just talk about our life hack that yeah. we that we that oh, we bought last one. week? The eggs. Yeah. So what happened was, if you haven't listened, I gave a lovely life hack about how to remove shell from your egg mixture once you crack the egg and you basically use the shell itself. Mm -hmm. And then you gave a life hack to crack the egg on a flat surface rather than on the side of the bowl or the pan. Yes. 
so that you don't get the shell in. Yes. So she overrode my life hack. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I have not had to fish the shell out with the shell all week. I'm very, very, very Because happy it cracks it clean. Yes. Like in a straight line. Correct. It does. I had to use about nine eggs yesterday because I was making a massive birthday cake. And I did not want shell in my mix. And indeed, I didn't have any. I've got a new life hack this week. Go on. I can't tell you if it works or not. But it's a good one for students. Apparently, apparently, chewing the same flavour gum whilst sitting a test that you chewed when studying for the test improves your memory. Are you joking? I'm not joking. So let's see. Where you go did with... you find this out? Um, oh God, I can't remember now. But apparently, like, let's say you choose strawberry hubba bubba while studying for your science test. And then during well, the it exam. Sends out signals to the brain. Yeah, it reminds you. And then during the exam, you chew the same strawberry hubba bubba. Not the actual your, piece. No, just same flavour. It improves your memory. I mean, it's worth a shot, isn't it? But what if you're not allowed to chew gum? I'd, uh, what are the rules with exams and gum? I feel like they wouldn't be allowed to chew gum. I feel the same. Yeah. I feel like I need a toothpick. I, mean, <laughs> I really need a toothpick. And I don't think James has got one because he's not running a cafe. Um, he's not. No. Anything else to share this week or are we wrapping it up? I think we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Like a big fat present. And next week, we're only going to have one book recommendation of the week. And that's going to be our book because it's yeah. coming out. Well, it's up. It's available for pre-order now. It is. So you can scroll down um, to our show notes and you'll find the link there. So please go and check that out. Um, and we will be back on Monday. Yes. What are we talking about on Monday? Self-love because it's February. Yeah. And that means love and Valentine's and things. You know what like it means? That. You know what it means? What does it mean? It means Valentine's Day gets a bum rap, perhaps in part, but we still think it has value. And as a day to embrace love in its varied and messy forms and the joy that the people we love and the people who love us bring to our lives. All right, Gwyneth. In that spirit, it. we've lined up all the best ways, <laughs> big or small, to celebrate and indulge them. We should use that for our intro next week. I'd rather not. Okay. We'll be back on Monday. Bye.